Welcome to the Open to Hope show. I'm your host, Dr. Gloria Horsley, and my daughter and co-host, Dr. Heidi Horsley. Well, this show is brought to you by the Open to Hope Foundation and partnership with the Compassionate Friends, which is the largest grief support group, I think, in the world, isn't it, Heidi? Yes, it's the largest peer-to-peer support group in the world. We have over 670 chapters worldwide and a chapter pretty much in almost every community in the country. Well, we hope that you'll find them for support. And also, we have got a great guest today, and we're going to talk about alternative healing after loss. And she has a wonderful book called Your Life After Their Death, A Medium's Guide to Healing After a Loss. Her name's Karen Noe, and she is a renowned New Jersey-based psychic and medium and spiritual counselor and healer. She's a founder of Angel Quest Center in Ramsey, New Jersey, and she teaches classes, gives readings, and practices is alternative healing. She also hosts a radio show called Angel Quest. And as I said, she has this wonderful book out, Your Life After Their Death. Welcome to the show, Karen. Hi. Well, Karen, I have to say I'm always a little skittish about having somebody who's a psychic medium on the show, but I really wanted to do it after taking a look at your book, because what impressed me most about your book is that you have a tiny little section in the back about if you go to a psychic you know, you may decide to do that. But the reality is you're telling people how they can help themselves in this book, aren't you? That absolutely is what I'm doing. I'm trying to empower people to do what I can do. It's not about, hey, look at me, I can do this. No, not at all. We're all receiving messages from our loved ones. We're all getting signs. They want us to know they're okay. You know, it's so practical. I think that we all feel people with us sometime, don't you, Heidi? The people that have died. Oh, absolutely. I definitely feel God's presence a lot. And, and, I, and I'll pray to him sometimes if I need strength or if I need something, I'll just say, you know, give me strength today or, you know, guide me in the right direction, etc. at certain times in my life if I'm struggling. So talk about some of the things that you talk about in your book. Now, I know that you said that after your mother died, you did tapping. Tapping is so interesting. Heidi and I really like tapping. There's actual research that shows that it's very helpful. Tell our audience what tapping is. Oh, it's incredible. It's not tap dancing. It's called the emotional freedom technique. Mm -hmm. And what happens if you tap, there are certain acupuncture points on your body that correspond to emotions. So if you have negative emotions, such as grief, it's stored in certain acupuncture points. And if you tap on those points as you're experiencing the grief, it actually moves the energy out and you feel so much better. You can't change what happened but you can get rid of that god-awful angst that you're feeling. And as I, I share in the book, when my own mom was passing, I, I didn't know how I could get through this. I had a woman coming to see me. This is what happened. Um, people wait two years to come to see me for an appointment, and she was on her way. And as the woman is on her way to come to see me, my mother's doctor calls and says, my mother only has a few weeks to live. Oh, my God. I was just, I, I was wow. crying. I was hysterical out very close with my mom so I didn't know what to do I didn't want to cancel my appointment so I did the tapping by the time the woman got to my um, office I was okay I said oh my god so Karen I love this story where where exactly did you tap okay there's on your face somewhere I mean where where was it all over the there's many points and uh-huh. We get it. it takes a long time to explain, but there's many different acupuncture points. So I'm sure you okay. could find it online or in if yeah, you want and to, uh, and get your book because because you have you show well, it in your yeah. book. Yeah, let's just do the ones by the clavicle. Okay, you do you can do it with your index finger, right? And just tap the inside. 
inside of your eyebrows, the outside of your eyebrows, under your eyes, okay. under your nose, and I could just, it's 12 mm-hmm. points. Let's just try a couple of the eye ones on the inside of the eye with two fingers and just tap, tap, tap. Now, this is important. Before we start, this is how you know it's going to work and when I know it's not going to work. When I work with my clients, um, you have to feel the emotion as you're tapping. So oh, in other words, okay. if you're just going to tap now, you may not feel any different. So you have to bring up. All right. Yeah. So my um, cousin was drowned in an accident a couple of weeks ago in Hawaii. Heidi and I were very close to him. And it, if I think of a sadness and then tap on my eyebrow. Yes. So what you're going to do, is, it's, it's a process. You rate your, your sadness from zero to ten, ten being the highest. And the reason why you do that is after you tap, you're going to rate it again. It certainly, it takes a long time. We could try one round, but if it's a real deep grief, it takes a long time. But sure, I'll, show, I'll share with the listeners what the points are, and they can do this at home. So you tap on the, you bring up the emotion. You tap on the inside with your index finger and your middle finger together. You tap on the inside of your eyebrows. Okay. And on the outside of your eyebrows, under your eyes. And how long do you do it? Uh, tap about seven times. Okay. Okay. Tap under the eyes, under the nose, under the lip. You cross your arms and tap under the collarbone. That's a big one. And by the way, as you're tapping, if it's sore, that means you store a lot of the emotion there. So I would tap a little bit more there. Wow, I'm doing this quickly, so I'm not sure. You know, it should, it does work, but when you're doing this by yourself, so people might be able to swing. see, Karen, that it's sore at certain places that they're tapping. If you're if you're tapping and it hurts, that's an indication. Mm-hmm. That's where you um, are holding the grief. So that's mm-hmm. when you really. And what I do is, when you're tapping the points, I would start saying exactly what your feelings are. Like I miss. Say, for me, for example, I miss my mother so much. I don't know what I'm going to do without her. And you're going to tap on those points as you're saying it. And you, oh, my clients go through boxes of tissues. I did. And that's a good indication that it's working. The reason being is that it's moving the energy. So if you're just mm-hmm. saying the words, oh, I miss my mother, I miss my mother, you know, you're saying, you're saying statements as you're tapping on the points. But you have to bring up the emotion. Oh, that is great. Well, you know, I'd love to stay on the tapping, but you've got so many things here. I want to move on a little bit to the law of attraction, because I don't think people realize that we vibrate, that our billions of cells are at work all the time, and we don't know about it, and we have a vibration. I'm very big on thinking about not everyone concentrates on that vibration, but we tend to bring people to us who have a similar vibration, don't we? Absolutely. Now, it all comes down to we're energy, and it's very scientific, actually. If You know, when you go to school, you learn that science, uh, energy doesn't begin and it doesn't end. And the same, it, it, same with us. Our spirit doesn't end. The energy of who we are continues. Now, the reason why I'm bringing that up is the same with our thoughts. Our thoughts are energy. So it's almost like a magnet. We're attracting like unto itself. So if we're thinking positive thoughts, mm-hmm. we're, we're attracting positive people and circumstances in our lives. Mm-hmm. If, we're, if we're thinking negative thoughts, the same thing. Now, when you're grieving, of course, you're sad, of course. So you're thinking negative thoughts. You can't help it, rightfully so, right? That's when I say, okay, do the tapping, <laughs> do the tapping, and then change your thoughts. Do the tapping, and then, because the tapping moves the, the energy, you know, the negative energy. And then you're able to say, okay, I like to teach people the yes, but game, you know, 
what that is is you think about your loved one. Yes, they passed. I'm very sorry that they passed, but we had a wonderful life together. Yes, this happened, but, and then something positive with it. So whatever the negative is, you're going to say, okay, yes, but this is all, this is the positive part of it. In other words, like my brother Scott died, but I had him in my life for 17 years. Yes. It would be something like that, Karen. And I was so, um, I was so, I was so gifted with my precious brother for the 17 years that I had him. I like that because so often you hear bereaved parents and siblings and just bereaved people in general saying, but there is nothing positive to say. Yeah, yes, there is because it's positive that you had him to begin with, that you Mm -hmm. were blessed to have this wonderful, right? Absolutely. In your your life. That, you don't want to discount that and you make a, you know, emphasis on that, that you you were blessed Mm -hmm. to have him in your life. And there are also, but, but I also can now be with other people in a different way because I understand you know. Definitely, truly understand. There yes. can be, and you're not afraid to be with people that are in a lot of pain. It's not exactly. scary. And you could relate, and people do mm-hmm. want to talk about their loved ones. They don't, they don't like it if you ignore and you don't talk about them. They're thinking about them anyway. Isn't that yeah. true? And and when you you don't realize that till you do lose someone. Absolutely. A lot of times, friends and family they just shy away from talking to you because they don't know what to say, but. The best thing to do is to talk about the loved one, for the most part. Sometimes once in a blue moon, someone doesn't want to. But I'd say 90% of my clients, they do. They say, why Why doesn't my family talk to me about this? Why, you know, my friends, they don't ask me how I am and, you know, that type of thing, because they don't know what to say. Now, I wanted to move to your book, to the area, page 50, because there, I think you talk about some things that can help you raise your vibration. I think they're so practical. One of them is to speak to others about positive experiences. I And I think we're talking about that right now, but I like that. And then to ask your deceased loved one for guidance. Heidi was saying she did that. And then focus on the right people to help you. Talk about that, because I think we do have to find good grief support. Oh, absolutely. And I would say, you know, get a recommendation from someone who's been going to this person, because you don't want to go to the wrong person. You want someone you feel feel good with, somebody that's going to help you, someone with compassion. You know, talking about uh, going to any kind of paid support, too, because Heidi and I often talk about the fact that you need to shop for a therapist, right, Heidi? Yeah, you need a good fit. You definitely need to shop around until you feel like it's a good fit. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if it's something like a medium, which is a little bit different, but I, you know, I'm also mm-hmm. a spiritual counselor, but if you have to wait a while, I'm, I'm booked for two years ahead of time, but there might be a reason for that. You know, so it's okay. I mean, if you want somebody tomorrow, you don't want to go on the boardwalk and say, oh, there's a psychic there that'll take you right away. This is important. You know, you just don't want to deal Mm -hmm. with and somebody that it's not about money. It's about someone who has compassion. There's something you say that I thought was so profound. You say, pray and ask God and the angels to help you. I love that. Pray. And Heidi said she prayed to Scott sometimes, asked for help. But then you say, I love this. You say, meditate. Praying is talking to God, but meditation is listening. I thought that was a del- delicious I like point. That too. It's mm-hmm. so true. And uh, this is one very important thing I tell my clients and family. If you just pray, it's in any relationship, you need to listen as well as speak, no? <laughs> and so it is with God in the celestial realm. If you're always talking to somebody and never listening, it's not, 
not nice. So um, our, our loved ones, when they do speak to us, they speak to us, not just me. They speak to everyone. They speak to you. <laughs> um, they speak to you as your thoughts. Mm-hmm. And most people don't realize that. They're expecting to hear an audible thought or, you know, an audible voice or to see a vision of what their loved one looked like. But in reality, they're speaking telepathically. So if you don't quiet your thoughts, and they're trying to talk to you. They can't get in there. Yep. So that's important. Wonderful, wonderful idea and wonderful thought. Now, let's finish up by talking about the Hawaiian thing. I had never heard that, the state of zero. Could you pronounce that word for me? <laughs> yes. Ho'oponopono, okay? It's, uh, to make a long story short, it's a Hawaiian healing method. You just say four statements. I'm sorry, please forgive me, I love you, and thank you. I'm sorry, please forgive me, I love you, and thank you. And you say it over and over again to your loved one, to yourself, to God, to anyone else that needs forgiveness, and you'll see how much better you feel, and your loved one will feel you. It really, really does help. It's quite a very effective healing method. Now, talk about going for a reading. So I have had a loved one die. I've tried everything. I just really feel like I want to make a contact with them. Okay, most important thing is I would say, again, ask someone who's been to the person, would they recommend the person? And if they have to wait, it's okay. One of the things that you say in the book is you think that oftentimes one reading is all it takes and that you would suggest that most people wait at least a year for a second reading. I thought that was pretty amazing, don't you, Heidi? Yeah, I love that you, as someone in the field says that they should be waiting. And I'm wondering why they should why why you said that. Well, first of all, it's you don't want to keep you want to you don't want to be dependent on a on a psychic medium. You want to learn how to do mm-hmm. this yourself. You want to learn how to receive messages yourself. How to ask for signs that we we're talking about. Ask them to come in a dream and to wake you up after the dream so you remember it. There's so many things that you could do by yourself. Because it's not just about that hour reading. It's about you healing. It's about you connecting with your loved ones yourself. So that's pretty much why. Wow, Karen. Well, tell us about your website and workshops and what you're doing. Sure. Okay. My website is www.karennoe.com. That's K-A-R-E-N-N-O-E.com. I teach classes at my center. I'm in Ramsey, New Jersey, and it's all on my website. But I am traveling uh, for the book. I'm doing the ARE in Virginia Beach this year and the the Open Center in New York City. But it's all on my website, so I'll be traveling around. Mm -hmm. And, um, Heidi, we might have to go to the Open Center and, and meet up with Karen. That's exactly what I was thinking, Karen. That's not Are you far in the area? Heidi's in, in, I live on 59th. Yeah, I'm right here in Manhattan. Oh, my gosh. Okay, we'll talk. In fact, we have a TV yeah. sh- We do a TV show there, and I'd love to have you on, too. I would mm-hmm. love to be on. Well, you are a delightful person, Karen. You are. You've got some wonderful stuff. You really do. And I want to tell people that they really ought to pick up your book, Life After Their Death, A Medium's Guide to Healing After Loss. And thank you so much for being on the show today, Karen. Thank you very much. Thanks, Karen. Wonderful day. Well, Heidi, what an interesting show. I mean, it's totally different from what I thought of having a medium on. I thought, you know, we'll get a reading or something like that. Instead of that, it's saying, find your own space and, you know, find where you are and I'll help you out. But don't depend on me. Absolutely, and, and, and I'll show you how to do that. And I love all the stuff she has in her book because she has so many tips and practical things that you can do right now to shift your energy, Right, which I think is so important when you're in a, in a really severe, painful place. 
Absolutely. Which oftentimes we are early on in our grief. Yep. And so we hope that you will think about these things and hope that the show's been helpful for you today. And Heidi and I always want to remind you that if you've lost hope, lean on ours till you find your own. And God bless. <laughs>